Well, you can find your places, and uh, we'll be in Philippians 4 and Psalm 78. Those will be our main texts this evening, Philippians 4. We'll get there eventually. And Psalm 78. Well, it's finally here. The year has finally come to a close. <laughs> the last service of 2020. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Pastor already um, touched on some of the many challenges that uh, we've been through, obviously, uh, throughout the year, uh, not only as a church, but uh, also some individual challenges there uh, that we've gone through. But, you know, as you individually look back at 2020, what the Lord has taught you and brought you through, think about what it was. What did he teach you during this time? What did he bring you through during these last 12 months? Despite the challenges and obstacles that you faced, is your heart still full? Is your heart still full, full of the provisions and thankful for the provisions that God has given to you uh, during this time? Even if things maybe have not have gone quite the way you expected it this year, are you still thankful? Are you still trusting the Lord? Or do you find yourself maybe not satisfied? Uh, maybe you've been running on empty a little bit. Your spiritual tank is maybe a little bit empty. <clears throat> Well, we can't change what we did in 2020. That's behind us now, right? right. Praise the Lord for some of that. But uh, we can change how we choose to respond as we move forward, can't we? As we look forward to 2021, uh, we can, how we respond to those challenges and those obstacles that we're about to face. Uh, we do have an opportunity uh, to change that. So as we look forward to 2021, we have that fresh opportunity to get closer to God. Uh, to experience God's provision, to experience his protection, to experience his love uh, for us and uh, his fullness and be content with whatever he brings our way. Amen. Anything goes in 2021, right? You never know now. Uh, but uh, my focus for tonight is going to be centered on being spiritually full, being spiritually full and being content uh, in 2021. So let's look first here in Philippians 4. And uh, verses 11 through 13, Philippians 4, verses 11 through 13 says this, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am in, or I am, therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. This next part here is a verse I always tell myself before I get up to preach. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me, and I need his strength uh, this evening. <clears throat> In these verses here, we see uh, uh, through Paul's exhortation here that he's not only addressing the anxieties of life, uh, but he's also presenting a solution for us, a solution for us uh, that we need to have in order to have that peace and that contentment that he talks about here. And uh, we'll look at that here in, in just a minute, uh, but let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for this time that you've given to us. Thank you, Lord, for the truth of your word that we can uh, just pull out some nuggets of truth and apply it to our lives. Uh, Lord, especially during these times, uh, we need to cling to the cross. We need to uh, cling to your word. And I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to still be able to meet, uh, to be uh, assembling together, uh, to glean from your word, to learn of thee. Lord, we just ask that you would bless uh, our service tonight, uh, not only here, but also throughout the building. Uh, be with the teachers and uh, be with those that are listening. I pray for attentive hearts this evening in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. So this is the Wednesday night crowd. The Wednesday night crowd. Uh, so I know that many of you here will, uh, will know that, uh, that throughout uh, Paul's life here, uh, he learned the value of being content. He knew what it was like to go through challenges. He knew what it was like to suffer the persecutions, but he also knew the value of being content. Despite his circumstances, he moved forward, and he grew spiritually. Uh, he didn't let the challenges in his life drag him down, did he? He just kept moving forward. He didn't have that woe-is-me attitude, right? He just kept pressing on, kept pressing through. Uh, and he went on to do great things for God. And that's a, gr a great example for us as well, that we can do great things for God too, despite the challenges, despite the persecutions, despite what's going on around us. And these verses here, uh, Paul is simply stating that uh, he was unaffected by poverty. He was unaffected by riches. Uh, he was unaffected when things maybe didn't go his way. And, you know, we need to kind of uh, take away from that as well. When things don't go our way, how do we act? How do we react? Right? Do we get all bent out of shape or do we have a humble spirit? You know, he tells us, Paul tells us here in these verses how he adopted a spiritual perspective to get him through life. And we need to adopt that as well. Uh, we read that he learned how to be abased and how to abound, learned how to be content when he had nothing and learned how to be content when he had everything or had need of nothing. So in other words here, he learned how to be content right where he was, whether he was hungry, whether he was full, uh, whether he was shipwrecked, whether he was in prison, right? He was content. So let me ask you a question tonight. Are you content with what the Lord's doing in your life? with the challenges and that you faced this year or maybe looking ahead? Are you content? Do you have that peace of God uh, that passes all understanding? No matter how good or no matter how bad that his circumstances were, he learned to embrace those challenges. He learned to rise above those challenges that he faced. And why is that? Because he had the right focus. His focus wasn't on those circumstances. His focus was on Christ. And that's where our focus needs to be too. No matter what we're going through, no matter the good times, the bad times, we need to always focus on Christ. Uh, we heard um, uh, testimony of Kenny uh, being down, Kenny uh, being able to preach and where he's at. And, um, you know, it's a, what a testimony that is uh, to, to what he's doing there. He's just letting the Lord use him where he's at. And uh, it's such a blessing. We need to, you know, even though there's a hardship there, no doubt, but, you know, he's not letting that get him down, not letting that stop him. He's moving on, moving forward, because that's where... God's called him to, so he's, that's what he's doing. And that's what we need to be focusing on as well. We need to focus on Christ as we get ready for 2021. Uh, we need to be content throughout the many challenges that no doubt we're going to face uh, in the coming weeks, months, uh, uh, that, that uh, you know, the uncertainties there that are on the horizon, uh, maybe with this COVID uh, pandemic or maybe with the new administration, whatever it is that, you know, might be kind of hanging out there, that's uncertainty. Uh, we need to still have contentment knowing that God is in control, uh, keeping our focus on Christ. That's where it needs to be. Focus needs to remain on the Lord Jesus Christ. Let him guide us and let him lead us through the high points in our life, through the low points in our life as we move forward. Wherever that is, he needs, he needs to have the preeminence in our life, everything that we do, regardless of the circumstances. So even for our church, you know, yeah, we, we want to have a bigger church. We want to have a different building, right? Uh, so we certainly want to have these things. Uh, we want to see more people uh, filling the service. We want to see people, uh, lives getting right, people getting saved, um, people serving the Lord. 
But you know we need to be content. We need to have that as a goal, absolutely. Uh, we need to keep praying for that, absolutely. But we need to not let that distract us from the here and now, what he wants us to be doing now. Because if we focus on all these other peripheral things, then we'll neglect what is right in front of us. And we need to be faithful to what he's called us to do now as we move forward. But why does it seem that the Lord maybe not be answering our prayers? Why does it seem that there might be an emptiness uh, uh, emptiness out there or something might just seem to be missing and maybe we're not experiencing all of his blessings yet? Emptiness here, according to Webster's, means being void or without significance. Now, a reason why we might be feeling empty is because maybe we're feasting on things that have no significance. <clears throat> they may taste good, uh, but they may have little to no spiritual value. In Amos uh, 8, verse 11 through 12, you don't have to turn there, but it says this, says, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall uh, wander from sea to sea and from north, even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and they shall not find it. That passage has direct application to what's going on in our society today, doesn't it? Uh, there just seems to be an emptiness there. Uh, a spiritual famine, uh, you can say, is coming. Uh, some people may even believe that that spiritual famine is here already. It's here already. Our religious liberties we see are being stripped away. Uh, they're being taken from churches. Their churches in different states are being closed down or they can't meet. They have to limit their numbers, those kinds of things. Those are our, our religious liberties. They're being threatened. They're being snuffed out more and more each and, every, each and every day. And this void is being filled by meat that does not satisfy. Meat that does not satisfy. Uh, by things that have no spiritual significance. Many Christians may talk a good game. Uh, they may uh, carry their Bibles in the right way, uh, you know, on the right, the right side there. And they may know what to say. They may uh, say the amens. They may come up to the altar uh, but their hearts are not truly focused on God. There's still an emptiness there. There's still an emptiness there. Uh, some churches today are feeding their people with bread that doesn't satisfy. Uh, they're seeking to tug at those emotions or, or the heartstrings or use entertainment or those kinds of things, technology, to fill that void. But it's all empty. It's all without significance. Now, aren't you glad that, that our church isn't that way? Aren't you glad that our church has not given in to that worldliness and that the gimmicks there? Aren't you glad that our pastor never waters down his messages and feeds us straight with the Word of God, teaching from the Bible and not watering down or compromising anything? I'm glad about that. I'm glad about that. I know you are too. Aren't you glad that, uh, uh, to know that that emptiness in our hearts can only be filled by having a steadfastness in the Word of God, being consistent in our readings and in our devotions, having that deep-rooted personal relationship and walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So the question that I want you to think about tonight is what have you been feeding on in 2020? What have you been feeding on? Where's your focus been? What have you been letting into your life in 2020? Are you spiritually full or are you spiritually empty? We don't know what 2021 is going to bring. It could bring a spiritual famine. Maybe a famine like we've never experienced before. We think it's bad this year. We have no idea what's coming down the line here. No idea. But that's why, while we have the opportunity, while we have the time, we need to be feasting on the manna from a bountiful supply. 
right? Amen. Uh, we no, must not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. We must not neglect our Bible time, our devotions. But we must, we must, we must use the Word of God. Let the Word of God fill that emptiness and let Him change us from the inside. That's what we need. We need that changing from the inside, inside out. When I was active duty, I used to go to the gym uh, a couple times a day, or a uh, week, rather. I'd like to go a couple times a day. <laughs> yeah, I'm like really buff. <laughs> but I used to go a couple times a week, right? And I see all these guys in there. They're, you know, they can bench press 300 pounds or whatever it was, and they think they're all that. They got the old ripped T-shirts and those kinds of things, and they look like they're in shape, right? Well, then we get out on the track, and we're doing our, our PT t test a mile-and-a-half run, and they're just, they can't make it. They make it like two, three laps. They're like, oh, they're just dying. So what, what may look on the outside looks like they're in shape. Their heart on the inside was not prepared, was not ready. So, you know, what's going on in our lives, right? Are we putting on that facade? Do we just have a show? Do we know to say the right things, do the, do the right things? But where is your heart? Where is your heart at? That's the key point. That's the key point. <clears throat> so what's going to help us go the distance in 2021 and beyond? It's being faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's spending time in his word, time at his table, and letting his word change us from the inside out. You know, if we let our emotions, if we let entertainment or the latest technologies or widgets or whatever it is fill our cup, we'll never be satisfied, will we? 2021 will be just like 2020. Just kind of plod along and not see victories or anything like that. But don't misunderstand me here. Some of these things are helpful. They're needful. Uh, but these things can also put a wedge between you and your walk with God if it's misused, if you don't use those things in the right way. James 4.4 4, uh, says that friendship with the world is enmity with God. That word enmity there means hostility or a deep-rooted hatred. And God does not like when we put things uh, in front of him, when we put worldliness in front of godliness. He doesn't like that. He's a jealous God. So whenever we put our desires or our will or our timelines or our way of doing things before God's ways, we'll always experience that lack of peace, that lack of peace, and we'll have that emptiness there. True peace cannot be found uh, in this world. Look around at all the headlines, right? What's going on? There's just so much uh, upheaval, so much turmoil uh, in the world today. Uh, we can't find peace in this world. There's envy and confusion, disease and wars and every evil work. That's not peace. People are not content and they're not satisfied. They're empty because they don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. That's where we find our peace. We need to know the Lord Jesus Christ. In James 3.16, we read that, For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Jesus says in uh, John 14.27 and 16.33, That peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth you, Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye may have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So to have that perfect peace, to fill that emptiness that we all have in our lives, we need Christ. We need to be rooted and grounded and centered on his word and the truth of his word. We need to be faithful to put him first in every corner of our lives. We need to learn how to be abased, and we need to learn how to abound in all things. We need to give him our desires. We need to give him our timelines. We need to give him our troubles and our goals and our concerns. And then simply, we need to just be humble enough to step back 
and let him lead. And let him lead and trust him with the results. And that's not easy to do sometimes, is it? Especially as, as men, as leaders, we want to we wanna make things happen. We want to get things done, right? Uh, but sometimes we, gotta just, we just got to sit back and let the Lord lead and see what he's doing, see what he's materializing in our lives or in our situation, see what doors close or what doors open and, and move forward uh, uh, in, that, in that regard. But if, all that we're, if we're doing all that we're called to do, if we know uh, that we did everything that God asked us to do and we didn't hold anything back, then we'll have that peace and we'll be able to move forward with confidence and be thankful for whatever the circumstances are that he allows to unfold in our lives. There are some that uh, may never achieve that fullness that God intends for their lives because they're not fully trusting in the Lord, not fully trusting. Not, they're letting their circumstances overtake, uh, overtake their faith. And they're holding on to, to something else. Many may walk the walk and talk the talk, but many uh, may not walk their talk, right? It's a tongue twister there. <clears throat> but, um, you know, they're still holding on to that fear or maybe some worry about some things that they have absolutely no control over. You know, we need to just let go and let God, right? Uh, just do our part to be faithful, what he's called us to, whatever that is, and just work hard, stay focused and all those things. But we need to just let go and let, let him have control. Uh, some of these concerns are, and, and things are, are natural, uh, they're, they're natural, but uh, we need to not let uh, fear or the uncertainty uh, in our lives clobber the faith that we need to have as we move forward, right? And rob us of that peace and that joy that God wants us to have. Those whose hearts are troubled with the cares of this world, those whose hearts lack the full and absolute trust that God's provisions uh, are complete, uh, they'll never experience that peace. They'll be empty and they'll never be full. They'll never have that, that uh, peace that God wants them to have. You know, God has a plan to fill us up. In fact, he wants our cups to overflow, right? He wants our cups to overflow with, with his blessings. But we may never experience that contentment if we keep leaning on our own understanding or wanting things done in our timeline and being that grumpy Gus when things don't go our way, right? Uh, you know, we need to just have that humility and just trust God that he's going he's gonna to bless as we move forward. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, right? Lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all thy ways, not in some of thy ways, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, right? And he shall direct thy paths. So we have to remember that it's God that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So are you trusting him tonight? Uh, are you uh, acknowledging him in all of your ways tonight? Have you acknowledged him in all your ways in 2020? Are you going to acknowledge him in all your ways in 2021? All right, these are things that we need to keep in mind. We simply need to be faithful to his call uh, throughout our lives and trust him with the results, whatever those results are. As long as we're walking by faith and we're where he wants us to be, we're doing what he's called us to do, we should not have any fear. We should not have any concerns. We should be content because we know that we're right where he wants us to be, doing exactly what he wants us to do, and whatever the results are, they're his. And we can just, just take that burden off us and give it to the Lord. Say, Lord, you called me here. I'm doing what you called me to do. I've exhausted all my possibilities, and I'm just giving you the glory for whatever the results are, and we need to do that. It might not be what we wanted or expected, uh, but remember, it's not about us, is it? It's all about the Lord. It's all about him. Uh, we just need to be faithful, and he will give us that peace and contentment as we serve him and as we move forward. So it's obvious that there's a spiritual emptiness and a confusion spreading in our nation today. 
Our government continues to take God and provisions uh, completely out of our everyday life. And we're seeing it. It started small, but it's starting to snowball. And who knows what's going to happen here next year with this new administration. So we need to be ready. But it's no wonder that we have this turmoil in our lives today, in our world today. You know, order is never achieved out of chaos. You can never achieve order from chaos, right? And there's chaos all around the world today, especially in our country. A lot of craziness going on there. But, uh, you know, if we're not careful, we'll become part of this chaotic thinking. And we'll get caught up in this, this fear that's unhealthy for us. And it will keep us from, from experiencing God's fullness, from experiencing God's blessings. So as we get ready to move into 2021, we need to keep focused on the fullness and richness of God's love and provision for us and not be focused on what we don't have, right? Don't be focused on what we don't have. Yes, we need to set goals. Yes, we need to have a focus. We need to have a vision, a direction for where we're going uh, uh, this year, uh, not only uh, you know, personally in our families, in our church, in our ministries, those kinds of things. But we also need to see all that the Lord has already done all that he's, that he's doing, all that he's about to do, and we need to be content with what we do have, focusing on what we do have, and be thankful for what we do have, and, and just move on, just move on. So how can we uh, be spiritually full as we look forward to 2021? Not only do we need to walk by faith to have peace with God and, and all that he's doing in our lives, but as we read here in Philippians 4, 11, and 12, uh, here we need to be like Paul. We need to learn how to be abased, and we need to learn how to abound. We need to learn how to be happy when living with nothing, and learn how to be happy when living with not needing anything. Uh, in other words, we need to learn how to be full with what we have, no matter what it is. No matter how large, no matter how small, we need to be thankful for what we have. Webster's defines full as, con as uh, a containing an abundant or sufficient supply, complete or entire lacking nothing. God's word is that sufficient supply for us, isn't it? It's complete and it's entire and it's lacking nothing. And that's what we need. We need God's word as we move forward uh, into 2021. That's the food for us. That's what's going to fill us up. That's what's going to uh, get our spiritual tanks full there. Uh, but the problem is maybe we're not spending as much or enough time at the table with him uh, as we need to, right? Uh, our Bible reading may not be as, as deep as it needs to be. Uh, maybe uh, in our devotion time isn't really where it needs to be. Did you read your Bible in 2020? Uh, did you hand in that blue paper, right? Uh, that's a motivation for the Bible readers party to get coffee and cake there at the end of the year. Well, was that your only motivation to read through your Bible? Or did you really want to learn a little bit more and get a little bit deeper in what God wants to do in your life to, to change you from within? Right? We need to have that, the right motivation there as we move forward, uh, not only um, you know, with reading our Bibles, but with our plans for 2021. What's your motive? What's your plan for 2021? Are you going to read your Bible through? That's a good plan, but don't just read it through to check those blue boxes, right? Uh, or just to get that piece of cake, right? We need to, and I love cake, but you know, we need, to, we need to, to grow, right? The Lord wants to speak to our hearts, and he wants us to, to grow and to fill us up, to fill our cups. But if we're not feasting on that manna, uh, it will, it'll show. Uh, just uh, You can usually tell when people are, are full from eating too much, right? Especially around the holidays. People are, are just relaxed and they're content, they're happy, right? Uh, but when people are hungry, uh, some people can get hangry, right? 
a little hungry and angry, right? You kind of hear their stomach growling. They maybe get a little, uh, a little bit on edge with you or whatever, right? Uh, so where are you at uh, in regards to that? Are you hungry for the word of God? Are you desiring to be filled with his truth? And that's what we need, that's what we need to, to be doing. The question tonight is, uh, where are you at? Uh, have you been running on empty in 2020? Maybe been caught up in the emotions of daily problems, maybe the COVID issues, the election issues. Maybe choking down a verse or two every day just to kind of run out the door and say, yeah, I checked my box. I, I read my Bible there. Uh, you know, maybe you're skimping through on daily devotions or, or are you truly hungry for the word of God? Are you taking time? Are you scheduling time with God? If you have doctor's appointments, you have dentist appointments, you have car appointments, right? Are you making an appointment with God? We need to make that a priority. Make that appointment with God. Get to know him so he can fill your cup. Maybe you're not content with circumstances in your life. Maybe you've, been, uh, you've lacked that inner peace and you're trying to fill that void on your own with things other than the fullness of God's word. But you know, God's word is all we need. His provision is there. His provision is all we need. And we need to be content with what he's already given us. So let's, uh, let's turn now to Psalm 78 in the time that we have left. Psalm 78. And verses 17 through 38, we'll see here a people that God provided for. He provided for them more abundantly than they could have imagined, but they're ungrateful. They were not content. And they kept looking on the external, and they never truly focused on the Lord with their heart. So here in Psalm 78, verse 17 says this, And they sinned yet more against him by provoking the Most High in the wilderness. And they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lust. Yea, they spake against God. They said, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock, the waters gushed out, and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? Verse 21 says, Therefore the Lord heard this and was wroth. So a fire was kindled against Jacob, and anger also came up against Israel, because they believed not in God. And trusted not in his salvation. Though he had commanded the clouds from, uh, from above and opened the doors from heaven and had rained down manna from, uh, upon them to eat and had given them of the corn of heaven, man did eat angels' food. He sent them meat to the full. He caused an east wind to blow in the heavens and uh, by his power he brought in the south wind. He rained flesh upon them and dust and feathered fowls like as the sand of the sea. And he let it fall in the midst of their camp, round about their habitation. So they did eat and were full, or were, uh, were well filled, uh, for he gave them their own desire. Uh, verse 30 says, They were not estranged from their lust, but while their meat was yet in their mouths, the wrath of God came upon them and slew the fattest of them and smote down the chosen men of Israel. For all this they still sinned and believed not in his, wonder, his wondrous works. Therefore, their days did he consume in vanity, and their years in trouble. When he slew them, then they sought him, and they returned and inquired early after God. And they remembered that God was their rock and, and, and uh, the high God, their redeemer. Verse 36 says, Nevertheless, they did flatter him with their mouth, and they lied unto him with their tongue, for their heart was not right with him. Neither were they steadfast in his covenant. But he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he uh, his anger away, and he did not stir up his wrath. 
you know, even though they were ungrateful, even though they were not thankful, uh, and they were, they were not content, and they displeased God, he still loved them. He was still there for them, and he's still there for us. As much as we, we let him down every day, uh, he'll still be there for us. He loves us. He wants to build us up, lift us up, and bless us. Amen. You may not see it now. Uh, the, remote, the results may not be happening on your timeline, the results that you may see, be seeking in your, in your life, in your walk with God. But you need to believe that God knows what's best for you, and he will provide for you. Don't fall into the woe is me trap, right? Oh, woe is me. You know, it's not working out the way I want it to, right? Look around every day. Look around at what God's doing in your life. Count the blessings. There's so many blessings out there, more blessings than there are of things that will bring you down. Remain steadfast in his covenant. Uh, and, and don't yearn for the things that God may not uh, intend for you to have right now. I mean, we need, to, we need to have those goals. We need to be focused. Absolutely. But if we don't have them yet, that's okay. Right? What is God doing right now, right here? What can we do to serve him? And that's where we need to be focused on. So, what can, so how can we experience the fullness of God in 2021? Being content, being faithful, and being thankful. Uh, Proverbs 19, uh, 23, and 24 says this, That the fear of the Lord tendeth to life, and he that hath it shall abide satisfied. He shall not be visited with evil. A slothful man hideth his hand in his bosom, and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. In Proverbs 20, verse 4, uh, we read that the sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore shall he beg in harvest and shall have nothing. So we need to be putting our hands to the plow, amen? amen. You know, moving forward, don't look back. 2020 is behind us now. We need to look at 2021. Lord, what do you want us to do? Where do we need to go? How far do you want us to go uh, with the church in our lives, with our devotions, whatever it is? And just do it. Just do it. You know, even though we may not uh, like our job or this, the restrictions with COVID or the elections or you fill in the blank to whatever that is, right? Uh, we still need to walk by faith and walk by sight and not by sight, right? Walk by faith, not by sight and keep moving forward for God. That's what he wants us to do. So we need to not be, uh, be a sluggard when uh, things in life don't go our way, uh, but instead we need to be proactive and excited about where God has called us uh, to keep smiling and praying and keep asking God for the strength to endure. I know it's easier said than done sometimes, uh, but we need to do that. He, he desires us to, to, to be positive and to move forward. Uh, when one door closes, we need to be thankful uh, and know that God will open up another door and be looking. Okay, Lord, we're, okay, this is closed. I know I can't do that. I'm not going to try to bang it down now. I'm going to go in the direction that's open. So just keep asking for that open door and keep moving forward. Be faithful to walk through that door. Don't let your pride rob you of the fullness of the Holy Spirit and the provisions that the Lord wants to bless you with in 2021. Uh, he's uh, preserved his word for us to feast on, and he wants our cups to overflow. But oftentimes we're like those ungrateful men crying in the wilderness, aren't we? Uh, you know, we're just ungrateful. Our hearts uh, want what we want, and we lack the faith, and we fail uh, at, uh, to wait for his provisions and his timing, and we're not thankful. You know, but he's given us his word. He's given us his word that we can glean truths from, that we can get strength from, and he's given us a pastor who serves us a hearty meal each and every service. There's no watering down there. It's, it's plenty there to chew on, plenty to give us to, to fill our cups there. And God has given us a blessing upon blessing upon blessing in 2020. And as we move into 2021, we need to focus on being thankful for his provisions, what he's already done, and what he's going to do with what he's given us. I remember one of uh, Pastor's messages a while ago. He gave an example of when he drives. He likes to do some driving around. 
when the weather's nice. I remember I had to pull them out of a ditch a couple years ago in the snow. I kind of got into the ditch there. But uh, one of the examples he gave um, uh, cows, uh, he said that he would see the cows sticking their head out, uh, you know, through the fence, trying to get the green grass that's just on the other side of the fence there. All the while, they have plenty of green grass behind them. But they're trying to just grab that grass that's just beyond the, just beyond the fence there. And I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. They have plenty of provision right there in front of them, but they're not content to stay within their boundaries. They're looking for something else to satisfy them. You know, and we have provision right here in front of us. We have God's word. He's given us a building. He's given us a place to meet. And we're in South Dakota, praise God. We don't have all these restrictions, right? There's so many blessings that we could be thankful for right here. We have these provisions. Why are we not content, right? We need to be content. We need to be thankful for all these things and just, just keep moving forward. So I want to ask you a question. If you're hungry uh, for a Big Mac, where do you go? McDonald's, right? That's an easy question. So if I pull up to a, a Wendy's drive-thru and I ask them for a Big Mac, I'd probably be some viral YouTube sensation thing because this guy's at a Wendy's asking for a Big Mac, right? But I can argue with those people all day long. I can say, look, you got two all-beef patties back there. You got lettuce. You got pickles. You got sesame seed buns, right? That's all. That's part of a Big Mac, isn't it? Except, except for one thing. Right, the special sauce, right? So I can argue with that person all day long at Wendy's to, for a Big Mac, but they don't have that special sauce, so it will never be a Big Mac. So where, where am I going with this? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I lost my place, but... You know, the world may try to tell us to go outside the boundaries that, that God has established for us, to look somewhere else to achieve the fullness and the peace in life that we desire. But if we're not looking to God and his word, we're missing that special sauce. We're missing that, that special sauce, and our cup will never run over. So for us to be spiritually full in 2021, we need to go to that source of our fulfillment and joy. That source is the Bible. That's the special sauce. That's what we need. That's our Big Mac, if you will, right, uh, as we move forward uh, in, in 2021. And uh, if we don't use it, if we don't trust it, if we're not applying the principles to our lives, it's like putting gas in a car and wanting to go somewhere and never turning the key. All right? We can clean up our car real nice. We can pack it up with all the things we're going to need, all the food, all the supplies, all these things. We can have our trip mapped out. But if we don't turn the key, it doesn't matter, does it? We're not going to go anywhere if we don't turn the key. You know, it's that simple. Uh, if God is calling us to do something in 2021, we shouldn't delay. We need to respond to his call. We need to turn that key, right? We need to turn that key and watch his blessings flow. Uh, you know, maybe the cross that he's calling us to is, is a little heavy to bear, and, but it's no surprise to God. Uh, that might be part of his plan to fill your cup, to have you go through that, to fill your cup. So don't push against his plan. Don't push against his purpose. But we need to be like Paul, and we need to embrace it. We need to embrace those challenges, embrace what he's doing uh, in our lives. Uh, it's all for his honor and for his glory. You know, God wants to bless our church, and he wants to bless each of us uh, in 2021 and beyond. But uh, he wants to pour those blessings out abundantly. But we need to learn to be content, content with what he's given us, and not be, not be worried about what we don't have. Right? Let's worry about what he's given us, and let's be good stewards of what he's given us uh, so that as we move forward, he can pile on those blessings and add to what we have. And as he closes another door, he'll open another one. We just need to be looking for that and move forward 
in that direction that he's calling us to go.